Flights are assuming their operation at South Korean airport after Typhoon Kongrei moved off of the Korean Peninsula, the Korean Airports Corporation said Saturday. According to the airport operator, departures from Jeju International Airport resumed as of 12.30 p.m. Early in the day, around 300 flights, including international routes to China and Japan, were canceled as the country came under the influence of Typhoon Kongrei. The airport operator, however, advised travelers to check schedules in advance, as some flights are still canceled. The Korean Meteorological Administration issued a typhoon watch for most southern regions in South Korea early in the day. A heavy rain watch was issued in the capital city of Seoul. The typhoon moved off the Korean peninsula around 12.40 p.m. towards the East Sea. Typhoon Kongwei arrived in South Gyeongsang province at 9.50 a.m., and passed through major cities in the region, including Busan, over a period of roughly three hours. The administration is maintaining the typhoon warning on major cities in the southern region, warning residents should still be cautious about strong wind and heavy rain. A group of South Korean government officials, politicians, and civic and religious leaders will return home later today after participating in an event to celebrate the anniversary of the 2007 Inter-Korean Summit in Pyongyang yesterday. A delegation of 160 people led by Unification Minister Cho Myung-yun and ruling Democratic Party leader Lee Hae-chan earlier embarked on a three-day trip to North Korea via the western direct air route across the border. The purpose of the visit was to celebrate the so-called October 4th Declaration signed by the leaders of the two Koreas in 2007, which centered on building mutual trust, easing tensions, and fostering inter-Korean economic cooperation. The summit was held by then-South Korean President Noh Moo-hyun and then-North Korean leader Kim Jong-il. Today, the delegation visited a pine tree planted by Noh and the North's nominal leader Kim Jong-nam, at a botanical garden in 2007. Looking at the pine tree, while standing here, I can feel that North Korea did not forget the meaning and heart of the joint declaration and made efforts to look after the tree, said the late South Korean president's son, Do Gon Ho, who was also included in the delegation. The delegation also brought water and dirt from different locations in South Korea, including the late president's hometown of Bungha Kimhae, which were sprinkled around the tree. The tree was planted with soil and water from the south's Mount Hala and the north's Mount Baekdu. The delegation is set to return home today at around 7.20 p.m. While the group had planned to return home in the afternoon, the departure was delayed due to Typhoon Kongrei. The group departed for North Korea on Thursday. The two Koreas hosted their first ever joint event to celebrate the 2000 summit yesterday. The celebration was part of the agreement between South Korean President Moon Jae-in and North Korean leader Kim Jong-un in September. More on the North Korean front, South Korean political parties today expressed the expectation that U.S. Secretary of State Mike Pompeo's upcoming trip to North Korea would yield substantive progress in Pyongyang's denuclearization. Pompeo is set to visit Pyongyang tomorrow to meet with North Korean leader Kim Jong-un to discuss steps toward the communist state's nuclear disarmament and work out details of a second summit between U.S. President Donald Trump and Kim. On the local news, the Busan International Film Festival BIF 
kicked off its 23rd edition in the city of Busan on Thursday, seeking a new leap forward after nearly four years of political feuding over artistic freedom. Co-hosted by South Korean actors Kim Nam-gil and Han Ji-min, the opening ceremony was held at the fully packed 5,000-seat outdoor theater of the Busan Cinema Center. Some 250 Asian actors and filmmakers hit the red carpet before festival chairman Lee Yong-gwan and executive director Jae Jung formally opened the 10-day extravaganza in the ceremony. Three people representing the Busan Metropolitan Government, BIF, and the Korean film industry originally planned to declare the festival open, but as Busan Mayor Oh Go-don was on a trip to Pyongyang, the plan was not carried out. The mayor instead sent a congratulatory video message in which he says the government hopes that it will become a year of new leap forward, washing off the distrust that was caused over the screening of Diving Bell. Founded in 1996, BIF has grown into the largest festival of its kind in Asia and focuses on discovering works from up-and-coming filmmakers from across the region. But the annual event has had a dispute with the Busan Metropolitan Government, a major sponsor of the event, over the screening of a controversial documentary on the Sewol Ferry disaster in 2014. The film criticized the government's handling of the April 2014 sinking that killed more than 300 people, mostly school children. The screening heralded an unprecedented audit into the festival's executive members by the municipal government, as well as significant funding cuts. The status of the festival subsequently nosedived when Korean film industry groups boycotted the event. Among the highlights of this year's event is a new category called Busan Classics, in which movies with great significance in world film history will be screened. 13 films, including late American director Orson Welles' final film, The Other Side of the Wind, and a restored version of Romilo Foreman's 1964 classic, Black Peter, will be shown in the section this year. The great Czech film director died in April. In the gala presentation section for screening the latest works from contemporary master directors, three movies, First Night Nerves by Hong Kong director Stanley Kwan, Killing by Japanese director Shinya Tsukamoto, and Ode to the Goose by Korean-Chinese director Zhang Lu, await movie fans. To commemorate the centennial anniversary of Filipino films, BIF will put on an exhibition and special screenings of 10 classic films from the industry. Kim Hong-jun, a professor of the Korean National University of Arts, will lead five jurors for the new current competition section. This year's festival will also present a retrospective screening of eight films by Lee Jang-ho, one of the most prominent South Korean filmmakers. Mr. Lee Yong-gwan says he will try to do his best to end the past four rocky years and make it a festival where all the movie industry people and fans can be united together. During a press conference to announce the lineup for the 23rd edition early last month. And that's it for Headline News, Saturday edition. I'll see you tomorrow. Have a good night, Busan.